Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, dear friends. I'm so glad that you're listening today, and I pray that God just gives you strength and power from above to be what He has called you to be. He has a great plan for your life, and I know that if you follow Him, He will give you that strength to move forward and that you can be led by His Spirit all the time. Well, hey, I wanted to share, uh, I ran into a message, you know, as pastors, you see all these messages, you hear all these messages, and I was reading a message, I want to take a couple excerpts from this message, I can't even remember who this was from, but it had a couple uh, cute stories in it, and it was kind of on hope. And of course, we know the Word of God. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Folks, that is our hope. Our hope is fixed on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Our Heavenly Father, open our hearts and minds to what you have for us. May we see you clearly. May we walk with you and understand that you have great things for us. I give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, this person was talking about, this pastor was talking about uh, answering machines, and he said this, there are actual answering machine answers recorded and verified by the world-famous International Institute of Answering Machines Answers. So one of them is, hello, you are talking to a machine. I am capable of receiving messages. My owners do not need siding, windows, or a hot tub, and their carpets are clean. They give to charities through their office and do not need their picture taken. If you're still with me, leave your name and number, and they will get back to you. And here's another one. Hi, I'm probably home. I'm just avoiding someone I don't like. <laughs> leave me a message, and, and if I don't call you back, it's you. And third one, hi, this is George. I'm sorry I can't answer the phone right now. Leave a message and then wait by your phone until I call you back. <laughs> uh, but this is a great one. This is, this is a really good one. A college student had the following message on his dorm answering machine. Hi, this is Dustin. It's the phone company. I sent the money. If this is a phone company, I sent the money. If it's mom or dad, please send money. If it's a financial office, you didn't loan me enough money. If it's my girlfriend, leave a message, and don't worry, I've got plenty of money. <laughs> See, messages are necessary for us to communicate in life, and, and that's a message Jesus Christ gave. And we need John three sixteen. you know, for God so loved the world. The message, the truth of the message. Do you know Jesus Christ? Have you received the message from him to know the power of God and what he has for you? It's amazing what he has for you. He has promised us to be there. He has promised us, if we listen to the message and if we respond to the message, that he will guide our lives and he'll open up doors for us. He tells us if we are faithful and confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Aren't you glad you're cleansed? Many of you have asked Jesus Christ in your heart, and you've asked him to forgive your sins. Yes, he'll forgive your sins. He wants you to ask. You know, we read in, in Acts chapter 2, we know it's one of the, the great 
stories in the beginning of the church. Christianity came about, thousands of people came to, to the Lord. In fact, I was listening uh, to Jim Harris's message. Jim is before me on the radio, and uh, he is a tremendous teacher. Jim is outstanding. If you don't listen to him, you ought to listen to him because he's an outstanding teacher. And I loved, you know, uh, how he shared the importance of what, about the Word of God and about believing and trusting and, you know, just letting God be in control. That is what exactly what God wants us to do. You know, in Acts, like I said, chapter 2, I believe it's, uh, oh, 38, 236 through 42, he says, Therefore let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter, he gave them a great answer. Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit. And this is what Peter said, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children, and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. In other words, for everybody, for everybody. He was talking then, and he was talking future. He said, repent. Ask God for the forgiveness of your sins. Well, I don't need forgiveness. Yes, you do. The Bible says we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God in Romans. We have all sinned. And he says the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. We need to repent and ask him to come into our lives and walk with him and believe that he is the Son of God. Well, guess what? Many people came to God. I call it one of the biggest revivals ever. People came to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. In fact, you you hear, uh, I think it's, let me move down here, to chapter 2, verse 42. It said, this is the fellowship of believers. They accepted Christ. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship of the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone, oh, here he goes. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common, selling their possessions and goods they gave to anyone that was in need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes. They ate together, praising God and enjoying favor of all people. People of God. These people got it. They found Jesus. They really found him. They spent their times together. They wanted to have fellowship with each other. They prayed together, lifted each other up. And then what happened? Revival took place. Three and four and 5,000 people at a time were given their hearts to the Lord because people were dedicated to Jesus Christ. They sold out to Jesus Christ. See, that's what we're not seeing a lot in this world today, people selling out to Jesus Christ. Why? Because we get going our own direction. We want it our way. We want to do it our way and not God's way. And this began the church. This began Christianity, and it spread 
like wildfire all across the nation and even into the world today. I was involved in a revival that spread years ago. I must have been about, I'm going to say it was in the mid uh, to later 60s. And it swept Idaho. It swept uh, New York. All over people came to know Jesus Christ. We would have prayer meetings at our church with our youth group. I was just a little younger than the youth group, but they would go from like seven at night to midnight, and people were bringing people in, and it was just hundreds of kids. I mean, at one time we had most of the Middleton football team and and cheerleaders were all in our church coming. The Spirit of God moved. In Homedale was even greater yet. My friend, Pastor Rick Russell, was one of the coaches over there, and they would have 200, 250 kids in the in the lunchroom at lunchtime praying and singing praises to God. It was a real revival. It lasted for years, and, and many of those people gave their lives to Christ and today still live for Christ. You think, I wish that revival would carry on all the time. We don't know exactly uh, how long things go and how they last and why they work like they work. But we know one thing. If we put our trust in God and lean on him, he is going to direct us. He's going to open doors for us. And we're going to see the power of God move. Folks, I pray the power of God is spread through our churches, that we would just see the power of God unfold and people would come to know Jesus and dedicate themselves to the things of God, be involved with the growth and learning opportunities. You have an opportunity to grow in the Lord. Are you taking that opportunity? I hope so. The question we have to ask ourselves is, do we take advantage of the opportunities God gives us? You know, I was recently on a trip to Indiana, and you know, God opens up doors. I was able to talk to some people and and talk to some people into some restaurants and uh, situational things. He puts people in front of us day in and day out. The question is, do we take those opportunities to love people? And not to be shy to back back down on on sharing some truth. I randomly at the airport ran into a lady that was telling me that her, uh, I believe it was her son, went to Anderson University, and that's where we were going for a conference. And I said, oh, that was interesting because uh, that's our church headquarters in Anderson, Indiana. And she went on to tell me, said, well, I got saved in a, in a church of God in Torrance, California. And I said, really? She said, yes. She said the pastor was uh, Cliff Turney. I said, are you kidding? I said, Cliff Turney it was a great friend of mine. He helped me write a paper one time, and it was such a small world when, you, when you're able to talk to people and you open doors. So we had a great discussion. But God will open up those doors if you allow him to, if you look for those things. I tell people to pray for an opportunity. When you get out of your car, you walk in somewhere, pray that God gives you an opportunity to show the love of God to someone. People need the love of God in their lives. They need the power of God in their lives. They need you to be willing to share, willing to love, willing to encourage, willing to invite. You can do it. I can do it. We can be difference makers in this world, and we can see many people come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. God bless you. I pray you have a marvelous day. Serve him with all your heart. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast, 
or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.